Welcome to the Jesus People segment of the Antioch Indie Podcast, a place where each week we're going to hear from different people about what it means to walk with God. We hope that you leave encouraged and equipped and that this builds your faith for what God wants to do in your life. All right, well, welcome to our very first podcast. This we're is doing so it. Exciting. I've been dreaming about this day. Yes. So this is technically the Jesus People segment of our podcast. That's right. The purpose of this is to bring different people in and to have conversations, not only about the messages on Sunday, but how it's working out in their life. Um, Very excited. One of the that I thought about was when we first started the church, you had mentioned you got a word about the woman with leaven that she hid yes. in the three loaves. Yes. And I was thinking, it's so neat to have all these different people who are hearing on Sunday morning the same message and then how it works out in people's lives. Yes. So that's kind of the purpose of, I love it. of bringing people in. So true. And it matches our mission statement, which is? Preach the gospel of the kingdom and make others great. That's right. So how do you make others great? I feel like we have so many great people. Yes, we do. And it's great to hear what God is doing in them. Yes. You know? Which, shout out to you for owning this. Yeah, I'm so Your excited. Your idea. I'm so this excited. Is gonna awesome. This is going to be great. It's it gonna is going to be fun great. to have different people in here. Yes. So obviously today I have with me the one and only bishop, Pastor Andrews Mako. Thank you. Yeah, so glad you're here. Really, <laughs> great though, to so be glad here. you're here. And I'm what do you think about our studio? Real pretty sweet. You like it? Yeah, it is. I do wish we had natural light, but that's fine. Yeah, we don't have natural light. And you can't, on the video or the, the audio, see the pipe and drape walls. Maybe we could get, like, a skylight. But they work. Okay, Lindsay Frazee, you want a skylight? Yeah, totally. Lindsay, okay. do it. Talk to Lindsay about um, it. Okay, anyway, so today, yeah, <laughs> a little bit of vision for what this is going to be. We're going to have different people on here. Um, I love how I was just talking to Heather about this in Hebrews 10. It says not to give up meeting together. Verse 25 says, um, let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works and not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. And I think, you know, Sunday mornings can feel a little bit like, oh, it's just what we do. Yeah. And but I feel like it's in my mind, at least it's getting so much more important to me, mm. the Sunday morning rhythm. And wow. then not only that, in this like fast paced culture, I'm hearing so many things a day that yeah. I need to keep in front of me what God is saying. So good. You know? Yeah. And so that's why you feel like it's getting more important for you. That's what yeah, you're noticing. That's why, that's why like I love podcasts because yeah. it puts something in front of me. Nice. And then I think, you know, one thing I appreciate about you is that you are spending time with the Lord for Sunday mornings and anyone yeah. who gets up there. Right. And it's not just like these arbitrary things or repeat. It's like we really want to have what God is saying. Yes. And so I think it's worth spending time not only in life group and structured settings, but then in our time with God. How does this work out? Yes. How is it working out in my life? How are we keeping this word in right. front of us? Yeah. So speaking of words. Yes. Today, I want to talk about our word for the year. Come on. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Okay. So first, I just kind of want to talk about what, when you think of a word for the year, like when did you start doing that? Yeah. It's a really good question. So um, when I really when I started walking with God, uh, a lot of people have heard the story or shout out to the values videos. Everybody watch the values videos and uh, you'll hear some of my story. But when I started walking with God was at Antioch at Antioch Waco. Mm -hmm. And that was just part of the culture there was like, um, number one, waiting on the voice of God in general. Anyways, like believing God speaks to us was right. was new and awesome. Mm -hmm. And then there was a rhythm of every year, like, OK, God, what are you saying for the year? And just like, you know, maybe there's a verse in the Bible that says to do it. I don't know. But uh, just kind of that whole faith filled expectation of like, man, OK, the, the page is turning. It's a new year. Like, yeah. let's go in with purpose and say, OK, God, I believe you're going to do something this year. You have plans for me. You have plans for the planet. And I'm a part of this kingdom. So I want to kind of just make intentional space on the front end to 
sort of say, you know, what's the play call for the year? Like, what's the theme? How can that shape my my eyes and my ears and my heart and my actions? Like, what can I expect for this year? And uh, so that's kind of where it all started, doing that personally, being part of a church that was doing that kind of for the sake of a church. And then as we started the church uh, in 2016, we started making that a rhythm for us. And one thing I love, it's so different than like a goal for a new year. Right. When you're like, yeah. it, it puts pressure on it to be like the Holy Spirit, actually. So yes. It's not just me wanting to get to the gym. It's like. Totally. And, and I think for me, it feels like the words that I normally get for a year, even when I started doing this by like April or May, you know, like they, yeah. like they stay with me, but yes. it's hard for it to stay with me. Yes. And I feel really thankful because I feel like you have done a great job. Just let me like shout you out here. Right, there the we podcast, go. But of keeping the, these words that we've had in front of us because mm. I can remember them, mm -hmm. which I have a terrible memory. So. Yeah. So what have they been? So Put you on the, the spot. When you said that we were going to build family. Yeah. Was that 2016? Mm -hmm. And I feel like what's so amazing now is hearing as people come in, they use that language. Yes. Say this feels like family. Yes. So it's, it's totally like way smarter than even us. Oh, like for it's like sure. The Lord spoke that. For sure. And, and you know, it wasn't, we're not perfect. But we tried. Yeah, yeah. And we feel like, man, we're seeing the fruit of it now. Yeah. And then 2017 was Jesus people. Mm -hmm. 2018 was Jesus people. 2017 yeah. was we're moving in. Okay, so I did forget that one. Yeah, that's so okay. Just one. It was yeah, one but that one's not part one. of our language. Okay. To your to your yeah, credit. Yeah, we're moving in. Which was huge because that's when we ended up getting this building, and, and we moved in. tons of people moved into houses. I actually remember you did a sermon series on Joshua, right? Yes. Yeah. January 2017. Nice. Like which that, that was. I haven't listened back to it since then, but from what I remember, that was a good series. And if series. you need some a sermon series, somebody listening, this is weird for me to say it because I preached it, but God was on that. Yeah. Well, and you remember the um, the image that you had? Yes. Chad it, and I. It, was, it looked I like your family. <laughs> it did. It looked like your family. <laughs> it felt like a shout out. That was us. very weird. No, but it was really great. Okay. So then 2018, Jesus people. Yes. That was obviously my favorite because yes. I really remember it. Totally. Because we named the podcast that. Yes. And I love the movement that was the Jesus people. Yes. That was birthed in Southern California. Mm -hmm. Hundreds of thousands of people, yeah. hippies, oh, yeah. came to Jesus. Amazing. And it has resulted in a lot of my favorite ministries. 100%. Which is so cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, re I learned that last year that now so many of the kind of the quote unquote big name people in the body of Christ, the mothers and fathers of the American church yes. had, will tell you that if you, if you listen to long enough and hear their stories, they all had significant moments out of that movement or got saved in that movement or something. And also interesting there, we, so we started the year talking about, we feel like God's calling us to be Jesus people. We right. talked about the Jesus movement all throughout last year in the body of Christ on the bigger scale. Yeah. Uh, there's, there was all of this I don't know, momentum behind that where all of these different kind of streams and movements of the body of Christ started using that language too mm -hmm. and saying like, we feel like God's stirring up a new Jesus people movement. Right. And, uh, you know, obviously it, that was so encouraging to me not to say like, oh, that was our idea, but it was like, whoa, God wants to do this. Yeah. Like this is what God's doing. And it was encouraging to know that like our little church in Indianapolis, God cares and yeah, he wants like us a part of the team. Like yeah. we're on the team, you know? Yeah. So it was super cool. And to your point, it's, a, it's something that uh, people say too. They say, yeah. talk about family and they talk about our love for Jesus yeah. and how we're like, it's just simple. And so God's been faithful. So as we've waited on words for the year, you know, I knew it was good to do from like a focus perspective, but I think as we've done it, it's become more and more uh, I've become more and more convinced of the need for it right. and the the invitation of it that God's like, let me say something right. because I want to do it and it'll like shape who you are and 
you know, on, in, on an individual basis. And then on the church, it shapes our culture, it shapes our decisions. And so I never, I never want to not do it now. That's yeah. for sure. I think when I hear that too, you know, it's easy to be like, well, the church staff, that's their word. Or like the yes. people who are really involved, right. that's their word. Right. But I think like the DNA that we want to establish is, you know, this is like God's word to every person who walks inside of our building. Yes. Right? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And so I, and I, and I love that it's part of our culture now, even d- this year, I heard so many people talking about like, yeah, I was asking God for a word for this year. And mm-hmm. like, man, that's amazing. I just think yeah. it creates a whole lot of faith and just one thing I'm learning language that I feel like God's teaching me right now is like, if you'll create a little bit of space for God, he always over delivers. Right. And that's all it is. Is like, okay, God, here's, here's a couple minutes of me asking for a word. And then all of a sudden he spends 365 days delivering on those five minutes or whatever it took, you know, to hear it. I was talking to my D group last night and we were all sharing our words for the year. And yeah, it was funny how every one of us, we had that struggle of like, is this just me Mm. or was this the Holy spirit? Yeah. And, I was remembering you shared from John 10, and it was a verse I've heard so many times, but in one message you talked about how we hear his voice. It was yeah. like permission giving. Yeah. And I don't know why sometimes I grew up in a Christian home, but like the religious system almost makes me think I can't hear, I can't hear anything that's not literally lined up in the Bible, mm. like is the word too. In the right, Bible, right, you right. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when you, when you said that, the Holy Spirit was just on it for me. Mm. And I was like, wait, I can hear his voice. And yeah. so last night we... We were all like, wait, we, we have heard him. Mm. And as we were sharing, we were actually getting encouraged, like, this is the word for the year. Yes. It wasn't yeah. this corporate word for totally. Year, but it was the individual. Totally. So let's talk about what what is the word for the year this year? So the word for the year this year, I was looking up that John 10 thing because oh, yeah, sidetrack. Yeah. So I feel like God's really challenging me to believe, me personally, to believe that, like, personally for myself at the next level and reading and I forget which exactly verse it is. Oh, here we are. So verse five, Jesus is talking about, so verse four, when he, uh, sheep follow him. Okay. So the sheep follow him for they know his voice. And so that's like, wow, we hear the voice of God. But then the next, the next level that I feel like is really challenging that as God's highlighting, I'm like, wow, I don't even know if I believe that. So verse five says a stranger, they will not follow, but they will flee from him for they do not know the voice of strangers. And so I've been challenged to even start praying over myself and my family and our church. Everything is like, Lord, I don't need to even be scared of the voice of the stranger because I don't actually know it. And I think when I believe that I am familiar with the voice of the enemy, not in this in in the sense of like, oh, was it God? Like I I almost assume that I'm hearing wrong, Mm -hmm. but God's like, no, you you're you're wired for Right. right and to hear correctly. And it's actually weird for you to hear the voice of the stranger over the voice of God. Mm -hmm. I'm like, whoa. This like highlights to me the power of, you know, when we talk about prophetic words, Yeah. this is kind of a sidetrack too, but when we, like I had this experience recently giving someone who doesn't know the Lord, what I felt like God was saying to her and her reaction was, this is what I've always wanted from anyone in my relationship. Whoa. You know, and it was just one of those moments of, even people who don't know the Lord yet, mm. like they're made to encounter him. Totally. If they're made in his image, totally. they know his voice. And yeah. the power of the prophetic word too, to pierce people's hearts. Because it's like, who knows? Anyway. There's a lot there. So much. That's not so today, good. Though. That's not today. So let's go back. What's the yes. word for this year? So the word for 2019 is do not hold back. Where'd you get it? Out of Isaiah 54, mm-hmm. which we've talked a lot about in our church over the last two and a half years. It's a big verse for the Antioch network of churches. It goes back to, it's one of the first real 
promises that Jimmy and Laura feel like God gave them for the Antioch movement. So I've heard it for years. And uh, so that's why we've talked about it as a church. But um, this year was really, yeah, stirred by the phrase in Isaiah 54 too. It says, enlarge the place of your tent, let the curtains of your habitation be stretched out. And there's just a little phrase, do not hold back, lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. I love that it ties back to the bigger movement yeah. too, because we are a piece in a bigger movement. Yeah. You want to give like just 30 seconds? Yeah. So we're part of a network of churches around the world. Uh, Lindsay and my wife today just put stickers on the map in the lobby at church. No way. Yes. So everybody, next time you're at church, make sure you check out the map. Uh, we've got, I think, I think as of today, there's 35 churches in the U.S. and 70 or so teams in 40 countries around the world. Amazing. And it was Jimmy Seibert. This yeah, so Jimmy and Laura Seibert, name you've heard. So if anybody was there for World Mandate Sunday, mm-hmm. we all got lit up. It was awesome. So that's a full-on like, taste of Jimmy and Antioch right yeah, there. Yeah, it was so great. And I, so I loved, I appreciated when hearing this, like, oh, this is, of course that's our word for the year. Yeah, Because it's right. tying us back to roots, which yeah. is so good to have, like, a root system for yeah. fathers and mothers that went ahead. But to be doing our, our thing here and have the Lord speak something similar, mm-hmm. you know, felt so Yeah, cool. yeah. And I know you have other questions, but you told me before we started this yeah. that you had a dream about this word, I did. apparently. And I haven't heard this story yet, yeah. so you need to tell me. Yeah, real briefly. So, you know, our son walked through yes. cancer treatments for the past year, and so I was really afraid to ask the Lord for a word for this year, mm. and I wasn't going to. I had decided, <clears throat> right? Nice. So I had two <laughs> dreams where the Lord spoke, but... One of the dreams I had, Isaiah 54, three times someone gave it to me. And I woke up. I had in a dream, three in, people, in a gave, dream, like, people gave came up me. and told you a word. Yeah, and they were like talking about Isaiah 54. And so wow. in the middle of the night, I woke up and I was like, I guess I need to read Isaiah 54. So the next day I was reading it, like just crying. And the words do not hold back. You had sent out a vision video that I didn't watch. Okay. Just that's me telling on myself. Yeah, yeah. So when I was like, Chad, my word for the Lord <laughs> for this year is do not hold back. He's like, Pierce, that's our church word. Whoa. And it was this neat moment where it was like the Lord reintegrating, I feel like, my heart. To like, it's okay to like, to plant back in your church. You know, I feel yeah. like we always were. But yeah, right. Doing treatments and just right. feeling disconnected on yeah. some levels. Yeah, yeah. It was really important. Amazing. And it was the word I needed. You know, as we were moving into scans. And yeah, yeah, just right. Like, how do I get my life back? Yeah, it's totally. Like, just don't hold back. It's a good word. Amazing. It's a good word. That's crazy. Yeah. So okay. So how do you feel? We have this word in yeah. front of us. How have you already started to run with it? Yeah, it's a great question. So. um I think every day it's kind of like engaging it in. So, so the context of it is, you know, Isaiah is a prophet to the people of God mm-hmm. and they're in a bad spot in this point in their history. In verse one, God is speaking to his people through Isaiah and he says, sing, O barren one who did not bear, break forth into singing, cry aloud, you have not been in labor. So he's relating his people to a barren woman yeah. who's really sad about not having kids and has no hope and all that kind of stuff. And so the word that God's speaking is it's time to sing and worship and praise like you have kids, even though you don't yeah. and you have no sign of having kids, but you're going to have kids. And the rest of the chapter is promising what those kids are going to have and what God's going to do with them and all that kind of stuff. So um, it it's kind of crazy when you think about it in that context of like, okay, even when you're not growing and there's no signs of growth, build a bigger house to hold what God's going to do. And so that's where do not hold back comes from is don't look at your circumstances. Don't look at your limitations. Don't look at your past or your disappointments. Don't measure anything by that. Just do what God's saying. Look forward, believe that God's doing more. And so Sounds like faith. Yeah, exactly. It reminds me, there's a passage in Habakkuk about that, mm. you know, before the fig tree blooms. I don't know it. It's a crazy verse. 
Anyway, keep <laughs> awesome. So, so yeah, so I think personally, and then for a church, just, just digging into it, believing, okay, God wants to do more in us and through us, yeah. which, you know, we always believe that, but okay, God's highlighting that for this year. What does that look like? Right. What does it look like to not hold back our life from God? And so, you know, the first in January, we did that series about um, the, the series called Do Not Hold Back. And the first week was just vision for what does it mean to not hold back? How do we not hold back? And, you know, went through those verses a little bit, but then, uh, as the year was coming and we were preparing for the, and I was preparing for that series and everything, the question that came up in me is like, okay, God, if you're saying do not hold back, then our tendency must be to hold back, yeah. you know, cause like, you know, I said this, I think in a, in a sermon, but I don't have to tell my kids not to do something that they're already not doing. Right. So my tendency must be to hold back from God when he says, quote unquote, to my barrenness, you're going to have kids. It's like, okay, you know, so, so build a house and it's like, oh, it's a little ambitious. So, so what are the things that make, make us hold back? And I really, um, felt like God was highlighting three lies that we believe that make us hold back. And they were the lie that I'm not ready. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, I'm going to not do what God's calling me to do because I'm just not ready for it. Mm -hmm. Like there's a spiritual person out there who's ready to do something. And I'm not that person. Uh, I don't have what it takes, you know, like resources or ability like, I don't have what it takes to do that thing. So, like, I'm barren. I don't have kids. Why would I do that? I don't have the ability to do the things that God's asking me to do. And the third one uh, was, um, I'm sorry, I'm spacing. I'm not ready. I don't have what it takes, and I don't know what to do. Yeah. It's like, okay, great. I would love to do something for God, but, like, what do I do? Mm-hmm. So just going after those lies that I think really do hold us back. And so just personally, I'm trying to think about that every day when I have something that I'm dreaming about or want to believe that God's going to do or – um, I want to grow in a friendship or grow in my marriage or grow as a dad or grow as a leader or whatever. Like, what would it look like to this whole year not hold back for any of those reasons to never let one, ne- never let one of those things be a reason I didn't do something. Yeah. If I'm thinking about, man, what if we blank and it's like, ah, I don't know if we have right. the whatever for it. I'd be like, okay, that's not a good reason this year. Mm-hmm. So let's just try it. Yeah. Do what you can do. You know, take the one step you can take, even if you can't, if you, even if you don't know how you're going to do the whole hundred steps, just take the one, see what God does. So that's kind of the abstract answer. No, it's great. (laughs) I mean, do you feel like you have practical examples? Like is, is part of that, the Facebook live videos? Yeah. 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 So, so the, yeah. So real practically, it's like God's calling all of us to know him and make disciples. So we are all called to that every day and in our lives, no matter what our lives look like, we're called to do that. So I, you know, I remember having a conversation with Sam and saying, okay, we're here to help people spend time with Jesus and make disciples. Like that's our jobs. Right. We, we get to like, we've got capacity to dig into that. So what are the roadblocks that, that make it hard to do that? And it's these three things. Like I'm not ready because I'm not spiritual enough. I don't have time and I don't know what to do. Like even if I met with somebody or even if I did wake up early, I, just, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And those are all like fair, you know, right, things. And it's like, yeah. my gosh, well, yeah, absolutely. So, so how can we, how can we, wh- how can we define what it means for you to be ready to grow in God? And so the, the definition for our church is when you're ready to grow in God and make disciples when you want to. Yeah. And right. I think that's the qualification of the kingdom. And it's it like, kind of puts the pressure on you to like, oh yeah, I guess I want to. Yeah. It's like, I do you, and if do you it. don't want to, then it's like that, you know, that's your decision, but there's no excuses. It's mm-hmm. not somebody else's fault. You just don't want to. And it's like, okay, great. You know, I'm not going to make you, but if you want to, you can, you're ready. So the other two things of, I don't have time, I don't know what to do. Well, what are, what are people already spending time doing and how do we use that thing to equip them 
on exactly what to do. And so, yeah, so the answer was, you know, we're on our phones every day, all the time. All of us are. And, you know, you can have the conversation about whether you love social media or hate it or we on our phones too much and all that kind of stuff. And that's fine. But we we're on them a lot and they're not going away, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, so let's let's use them and leverage them. And I just, you know, started dreaming on what does it mean to not hold back and say, okay, let's use the thing that we're already spending time doing to be equipped on exactly what to do. So that's why we do the uh, posts Monday through Friday morning, dissecting the sermon. And, you know, we're trying it and some some people are doing it and some people aren't. And I think it's, you know, it's great and could be a whole lot better. So we're working on it. But so it, it helps people spend time with God as an outline of here. Here's what you Here's how you can connect with God this morning. Here's an actual outline. It's not just an encouraging quote from the sermon. It's like, hey, here's what you can read. Here's what you can pray. Here's what you can tell somebody, the whole thing. So, you know, you could do that in five minutes. You could do it in an hour. It's just an outline to get the ball rolling. And then the other side of it is the discipleship side of it, which is, I think, the hardest part about, like, making disciples is, like, I'm I'm like, I'm no guru. And now that we're at lunch, what do we talk about or whatever? So if all you now, it's so easy to just call a friend or somebody in life group or D group and say like, Hey, let's do these every morning on our own in our time with God. And then once a week, whether you can have a meeting or not, maybe it's a phone call on the way to work or during nap time while the kids are sleeping or whatever, you can have a 20 minute phone call rather than hour long meeting or whatever. And it's just like, Hey, okay. So this week we've been asking God these questions. Here's what I feel like he said to me. Here's what I did about it. What about you? Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden you're walking with God together and it's like in stuff and you haven't added anything to your life. You're just being more intentional with the pieces that are already at play. Yeah. I like that with every one of those excuses. It's almost like you're eliminating like we almost victimize ourselves by our yes, situations 100%. circumstances. Yeah, we disqualify ourselves for sure. And so so the part of the do not hold back thing and part of even doing this podcast and everything is the ambition rose up in me of like, God, what like I wanna I want to I want my phone owned. Mm-hmm. And I wanna own right. phones. I wanna be I don't so like, be a subject of it or sleep. Yeah. And like, okay, so people every time I get in the car I listen to something. Right. So why not put out as many resources as possible so that people in our church and their friends always have the option to have something that's going to equip them and mm-hmm. how to walk with God. Not even, not even just encourage them, but even be equipping. Mm-hmm. I loved how Heather, I think she was quoting Jimmy's world mandate message, but she was saying that the kingdom of God is not boring for those who live it. Mm. And you know, it's crazy how much material you can take from a Sunday morning and yeah. make into these like five yeah. Instagram things. But then hearing how other people are hearing it, how the Lord is helping them process it and how yes. they walk forward. Like it's like endless. You it, know? it is it endless. Fill our, our whole time. Yeah, it totally could because it's, yeah, it's, it's God. I mean, right. it's amazing. And so I think what's cool is the whole social media stuff. I think it, it's the, it's on the micro level, like it's helping individuals connect with God, mm-hmm. but then there's no ceiling to the potential of who can access it. And, you know, we have, access to the planet like no other generation in history as a pastor i have access to the world like no other pastor ever has or as christians we can get to the nations like nobody has ever been able to in the whole world there is there it 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 costs me zero dollars to reach anybody who has internet access Mm -hmm. you know and so wow what does it mean what does it yeah it's like what does it mean to not hold back and you know who knows if it's so the point isn't unless 8 billion people watch this, it wasn't worth it. It's just the the attitude of, okay, I'm not going to hold back. I'm not going to limit myself just because of my own excuse or my own small thinking or 
you know, anything like that. And so we're just starting with Sundays because it, we're already doing it. <laughs> you know, it's like we already do it. We already record it. So how do we make it? And like you said, you know, the way we're getting these these messages and everything is not just topical, but okay, God, what are you saying to us as a church to help us know you and follow you right here, right now? And, you know, for that to culminate into one Sunday message is great. And God's done stuff over the last however many years and all that kind of thing. God's done stuff in our church through it, but there's so much more potential if we just put a little bit of work into it. And I feel like kind of, it's kind of a image that was going through my head as I was thinking about it was like when you eat, you know, when you take a bite, tasting the food doesn't nourish you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't nourish you until you digest it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of what I'm going for is, okay, I don't want to just hear the word and taste it. How do I digest it all week? And how do we as a people digest what God's saying to us? so that it's actually nourishing us and it wasn't just like oh that tasted good but it actually is like doing something yeah so we don't like lose it you know I yeah think it's so easy to like i can think of so many messages i was encouraged by but when i'm like thinking about it, i'm like i don't actually know what they said totally i mean let's not pretend like most people have forgotten the message by the end of lunch on sunday yeah and that's fine yeah but that's why let's keep it in front of us you know there's there's kind of well i mean it's like i i can do the same thing like yeah I just spent a month talking about those three excuses and felt like I almost forgot one just a second yeah, ago, yeah. you know? So I get it. So we, we need it, you know, like we need help yes. keeping the word of God in front of us. And it's not legalism or anything. It's because he wants to do stuff. And cause we're forgetful by nature. Totally. You know, we indistractable, highly distracted. Um, I love to that. Do not hold back to me feels, um, risky, mm. which like you are, you're not afraid of risk in any situation, I feel like, but a lot of people are. And Sometimes. <laughs> it, well, and yeah. I feel like in, um, in taking risks, I've just been thinking a lot. I think the past year with Cade, I mean, yeah. you kind of think of life of, like, well, I'm not going to be ashamed that I risked on God. Mm. You know, like no so one ever good. gets to heaven is like, oh, I wish I would have played it a little more. hundred Yes. And I remember who is the guy in Sri, no, not Sri Lanka, Indigenous Islands that we just went to, Papua New Guinea. Yeah. Jim Yost. Yes. Jim Yost. He yeah. said he wants his gravestone. To say, what did it say? Was it why not? No, was, I remember that message. He didn't he gave. play it safe. Oh yeah, right. He didn't yes. Play it safe. And I'm like, man, that's like the antithesis almost of the American dream. Yeah. Because we're like, hey, let's play it safe. Let's have right. a white picket fence, which is fine. Have a yeah. white picket fence. Yeah, like, totally. Have a family. <laughs> yeah. But like, don't right. play right. it right. safe. Right. You know? right. I, I right. loved. I was anyway. I was listening to Jimmy talking about a family in D.C. who began to write down the encounters that they had. They kept mm. like a year long. Wow. They had 200 different people that they were able to talk to about Jesus. They had wow. like partial healings, like something around yeah. like 100 of those. It was just crazy. Yeah, and right. Like, this is a normal suburban family. Totally. Who decided not to totally. come back. Right. And like, what if what if we did that? Yeah. Not you. Not just right, you. right. Every single person in the church yeah. decided like, let's not hold back. Totally. I mean, we. I think all of us think that we have to like go somewhere else and do something different if we want to participate in what God's calling us to. Yes. But I think, I think that that's like the biggest thing crippling us is like, I think we need to start with believing we are where we are on purpose. And so let's wake up and look around and And just do what you can. He said like, lift up your eyes and see that the field is white for harvest. Totally. It's like not like move somewhere else and then right. It's like right here. Right. Cool. Well, why don't we just like have a closing where you just pray for us. Awesome. For the people who are listening that we wouldn't hold back, that we would take this word, that it wouldn't just be, the corporate for like the people on stage. Yeah. But it'd be like the word for every person. Before we get there, what have you, what have you seen? Yeah. What, as you've been interacting with people or whatever, how do you see God doing something on this word? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like even last night talking to our D group about it, it was kind of what everyone was saying. It was hmm. like, don't hold back expecting anxiety and depression to lift. Like, just walk mm. into joy. Or like, don't hold back your control. Like, we're trying to have an agenda and control. And, and it's like, it, it was just neat to be like, wow, everything kind of fits in this category of what God yeah. has said to our church. And I think for me, not holding back looks like just being bold. Mm -hmm. um, like, I yeah. love evangelism by nature, but I feel like it's been such a good thing to just be like, how many people do I talk to a day? And I'm like, oh, I just hope they get it by osmosis. Like, yeah. Oh, this sense that I love Jesus. And they'll be like, makes sense. I want to follow him. But like, what does totally. it mean to open my mouth and be like, hey, yeah. I pray for you every day. And you say that yeah. in someone's face is like, wait, what? You do what? And yeah. And then just having, engaging in conversations and not being afraid of the fallout. Yeah. For me. It's been big. That's good. Yeah. Not being afraid of the fallout. That's a good one. Right. That'll make you hold back. Right. So good. Well, uh, great questions. This is awesome. Well, everybody listening or watching, I hope you're encouraged. Uh, okay, cool. I'll pray. Close out. Should we change the name of the podcast to Do Not Hold Back or should we keep it Jesus People? I mean, the, I feel like our popular vote was Jesus People. Great. It's your, it's your, se it's your segment. Thanks. It's your segment. <laughs> Lord, thank you so much that you're alive and you're speaking to us. Yeah. Thank you that we're alive and we can hear you. Thank you so much for um, the opportunity we have in our lives to know you. And walk with you and thank you for this year i thank you that your encouragement to us at the beginning is to not hold back and i thank you that um I think that we have no idea what that means but you do right. and that uh like you're saying that because this year there's there's a limitless world out there of exploring you if we will not hold back and that's what you're inviting us into it's really encouraging so i pray that you'd help us to not hold back uh today and every day this year when i pray for everybody listening god that um something that we talked about today and something that you're speaking today would, would stick into their hearts and that you would help us be a people this year who don't just taste what you're saying, but we digest what you're saying. So um, use us. We pray for our city. We're so thankful for Indianapolis. We bless our city in Jesus' name. We're asking for revival yes. and salvation and healing and um, for everybody to know Jesus and walk with you and become fully alive like we're made for. And we pray that for the nations of the earth as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks, Andrew, for being with us. Thank you, Karis. Next week, we'll be back. Not with you, probably. Ooh. But with someone else. TBD. Yeah, yeah. So if you liked it, come back next week. Awesome. Thanks so much for listening with us today. If you would like any further information or resources, you can visit AntiochIndy.com or find us on Instagram at AntiochIndy.